Come on. Strong, the powerful Jerry Detweiler has returned to Lifeblood. Welcome back, Jerry. Oh, thanks for having me back. Yeah. Jerry is the Education Director at NAV. They're an organization helping small business owners find and secure financing. Again, I'm excited to have you back on. Jerry, tell us a little bit about your personal life, some more about your work, and why you do what you do. Well, I'm in sunny Sarasota, Florida, so I'm very lucky that way to enjoy the sure. sunshine during this crazy winter. But I, I've been around credit forever. I fell into the field right out of college. I got to work on the legislation that gave consumers free credit reports back in the day. I shifted about eight years ago to small business. But, you know, small businesses, small business owners are consumers, too, sure. and they have credit concerns, credit issues. And in fact, if you look at it, the small business world is where the consumer world was when I first started a few decades ago. You don't get free credit business credit reports under law. You don't have any rights when it comes to disputing. They don't have to tell you the, what the APR is for a small business loan. And as a result, some of them are just sky high. So there's a lot of um, fun and interesting work to be done helping small business owners navigate this crazy landscape. Yeah. Well, I imagine like everything else, it is always changing. So what is top of mind right right now for you in that space? Well, of course, we're talking at the beginning of 2021. And uh, right now, a lot of businesses are still struggling. And not all. Some are doing very well, but some are really struggling. And they're still trying to navigate this whole COVID-19 crisis. So this past year really now has been just um, tremendously stressful, but also there have been some bright spots. You know, we've had the Paycheck Protection Program loan, which it provides a forgivable loan. We've had uh, grants and disaster loans from the SBA, and those have all helped um, for short periods of time. So now I think at, at my view going into 2021 is the businesses that can hang on, if we can get a little bit more relief there, which it looks like we will, then I do think as we move into the latter part of this year, there's going to be a tremendous opportunity for small business and small business owners and those who want to start a business. We do know those numbers are way up. A lot of people starting a business, whether it's on the side or because they've lost their job and it's now their full-time gig, there's just a tremendous amount of opportunity. Just have to hang on and make it through you know, these next few months, which um, you know, hopefully um, more businesses can. Yeah, yeah. Amen to that. What are your thoughts on on PPP in general? Has it been a successful program? I mean, I, I can't imagine trying to put myself in the shoes of the folks that that developed it. And there's going to be critics. Critics probably are going to poke holes in everything. But yeah, I, it's helped a lot of businesses. There is no question about it because it provides a forgivable loan, and so that is something. That it basically turns into a grant. And now, thanks to the Economic Aid Act that passed at the end of 2020, we know it's not taxable. You can still write off those expenses if they're normally tax deductible. So it really is a, a very favorable program. And now we have a second round of PPP in it. But at NAV, we've worked matching borrowers to PPP. I've written a ton about these programs. And the frustration point is that many small businesses are really small and they don't really 
think of themselves as a business. So Mm -hmm. I'll give you a quick example. We have a lot of business owners who don't have a business bank account. And so they're having a difficult time even figuring out how much they qualify for or getting that money deposited when they do get the PPP loan. The other thing that happened is, especially in this round two, but even in round one, it remember that CARES Act passed in March of 2020 mm-hmm. and we had an extension to file our taxes. Well, a lot of people, you had to basically know what was on your tax return in order to figure out how much you could get. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of business owners said, I don't have my taxes done. I, how am I supposed to figure this out? Well, now we're in round two, the beginning of 2021 and it's January, and you're saying you can use your 2020 tax return, and they're saying I don't, I don't even have my 1099s. I don't even know how this works. So there are some challenges now. As of the day that we're speaking, the Biden administration has announced that they're going to change the formula for those very small businesses, make a window for those very small businesses to apply. These things are favorable. We have more stimulus coming. So again, I'm just saying to the small business owner, hey, hang in there and try to make it through this and and put the time in. The one thing I do remind them is that if you get this, this is free, forgivable, non-taxable money from the government. It's even better than getting a client because it's not taxable. So what would you do to get a client that paid you you $12,000 or $120,000? You'd have to put in some work for that client, right? Yeah. So so think about that in that terms and say, okay, I'm going to invest the time to understand this. If I need to hire some a professional help me, I'm going to do that, but I'm going to get this. I'm going to maximize my forgiveness and I'm going to treat it as a client. And hopefully that perspective will just maybe shift things a little bit so you feel like it's worth the effort. Yeah, well, I certainly appreciate that. And I think that that's a great way to frame it. So... This episode is brought to you by Money Alignment Academy. If you are looking for a financial wellness platform for your company, your organization, and your employees, check out moneyalignmentacademy.com or click on the link in the notes of the show. Got it. So it's interesting. I I didn't know that there was, uh, um, for lack of a better term, an influx of people looking to start new businesses. Yeah, business startups are at a at a record high right now. So we're seeing a lot of people jumping onto the bandwagon of start bandwagon of starting a business. Now, most businesses in America are pretty small. They're usually one person, maybe a part-time employee, maybe a 1099 contractor. Uh, but they do provide a great deal of employment, and I'm always a, a big fan. Now, one thing I will say, if you're thinking, if you're at that stage where you're in the very, very early stages take advantage of what's out there. There are two networks in the United States that are funded by our taxpayer dollars, the Small Business Development Centers and SCORE. SCORE is volunteer mentors, usually retired business people who want to give back, and they will they will mentor businesses for free. SBDC, Small Business Development Centers, also offer free consulting, but they are full-time employees, usually of a university, funded through Congress through our taxpayer dollars in partnership with the SBA. And so they will also help you. So you had the interview with JJ Caffey, where he talked about loneliness in remote work. Well, business ownership is also very lonely very often because many people don't feel like they can go to their competitors and ask for advice. 
And then they can't, they don't want to talk to their family about it because they probably think they're crazy to (laughs) start a business instead of having a job. So these are organizations that can provide free mentorship, resources, help you create a business plan, do market research, get into exporting, all kinds of things that they can help with. And I wish more people would take advantage of that. Yeah, that's interesting. I, I wonder I wonder how many people are even aware and then how many people that are aware actually take advantage. Probably a lot fewer than ought to. Yes, and that's my experience because when I tell people about it, they're like, what is that? I, I'm, they might have heard of SCORE, but generally small business development centers, they it's a best kept secret. Yeah, appreciate that. So you mentioned that, that a, a lot of these small businesses who – might be taking advantage or or potentially should be taking advantage of the PPP programs don't even have a bank account for their small business. Um, what are what are some really foundational things that business owners can be doing to position themselves to start building credit or to be just sort of those foundational things that they that they need to be doing? Yeah, so a couple of things I would recommend. One is to have a business bank account, even if it's just a small amount of money to start. That's fine. There are actually online business bank accounts where you don't have to have a minimum balance. We write about those on the NAV blog if you can't find one in your local community. So uh, have a business bank account. Use it just for business purchases. If you have a personal purchase, you write yourself a check or transfer the money, however you want to do it, and then you pay for that out of your own money. You really keep this walled off just for your business. I would also recommend you use a dedicated credit card for your business. So that um, can be a business credit card if you can qualify for one. If not, maybe you have one in your wallet you're going to use and use it just for your business purchases. That's going to make it easier to track your expenses and a lot easier tax time. And again, you're walling off your business from your personal expenses. Uh, I also recommend you start to build business credit. That's how I got into this whole area of working with small business owners 10 years ago because business owners were paying a lot of money to these companies that were making these wild promises about if you build business credit, you can get all this access to capital. And I see that again happening now, especially Mm. on on Clubhouse. I don't know. It seems to be exploding right now. Hmm. But you can do this without paying. You can get a free NAV account and do it for free. Um, It's completely free. But you can build business credit with Dun & Bradstreet, Equifax, and Experience. You have separate credit rating in the name of your business. At the same time, you don't want to lose focus on your personal credit because if you're going to get a bank loan or a traditional loan, they're going to check personal credit all the time. And some small business financing sources do check personal credit. So you're working on both at the same time on a parallel track. So you have your business bank account, use it just for business. You have your credit, you're working on your business and personal so that you have um, good credit. And then there's another factor that comes into play and that's just time and business. And it just takes time. You need to establish your business, have it officially established on a certain date. By that, I mean, it's great if you can form an LLC, S Corp, whatever it may be, I, that's ideal. But if not, at least get an employer identification number, EIN, from the IRS and file a fictitious name with your state. So that's like a DBA or doing business as you file, you know, that the name of your business with your state and you go on record. That way you have an official start date for your time for your time in business. And the older it gets, once you get to that two year mark, it's kind of magical when it comes to getting financing that lenders are a lot more willing to work with you because they see that you've survived those most difficult first couple of years. Nice. So, it, it, 
it's interesting to hear that uh, <laughs> that bad things are happening on social media. So buyer beware when it comes to people talking about um, fast ways to get business credit. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. A lot of promises. I, my first, my book that I wrote, Finance Your Own Business with Garrett Sutton, he's a small business attorney. He had a client who um, paid $80,000 to get a shelf corporation, basic corporation that had been formed years ago, put on a shelf with the promise it would get him a million dollars in access to credit. Hmm. And he didn't get that. So <laughs> that was sort of the, the genesis of, of me moving into this space because it was just really fascinating to me how unregulated it was and also how much misinformation there is about the process. That is fascinating right there how, like you mentioned, there's regulation in so many areas of, of, of life, but in this area, not necessarily um, as, as, as much. So I've heard that there have been some changes to, to the SBA loans that, that are favorable to, um, to smaller businesses. Can you tell me a little bit about that? Yeah, so there have been some fee waivers. So there's a bunch of different SBA loan programs. They range all the way from the main flagship program, 7A, which can go up to $5 million, to the 504, which is great for real estate as long as you occupy at least 51%. There are microloans that go up to $50,000. There's disaster loans. The exception of with the exception of the disaster loan, you always go to a lender who is approved to make SBA loans. You don't go to the SBA. The exception is the disaster loans. And that includes the economic injury disaster loan that was so popular during the COVID crisis because it had the $10,000 grant associated with it. So there have been some changes where the SBA is actually making some payments for borrowers who have non-disaster, non-PPP loans. With those loans, the payments are deferred. So you don't have to worry about it for a while. Um, and they're also, they've also reduced fees. So an example would be um, there are some loans where the fees, the guarantee fee has been eliminated for veteran-owned businesses, for example. Uh, and interest rates are still favorable. So an SBA loan is more can, can feel like more work than other types of financing, but it's not generally more work than a bank loan for your small business. And so I would encourage business owners to explore this option if they want a really a, a loan with good terms, no surprises, no crazy, you know, balloon payments coming up in three years. Uh, that may be a very viable option outside of PPP and EIDL. The one good thing, I, I, I one good, there are other good things, but one good thing I would say came out of this is that the SBA is more visible. Now, for some people, that's a frustration point because they've had trouble with these programs. But for other people, they finally realize, hey, we've got this agency here that's supposed to be helping small business owners, and they've gotten some relief through the programs. And so hopefully that will um, spur even more innovation and assistance for small businesses. Yeah, no, I appreciate that very much. So <clears throat> when when you are Put put yourself in, in, in the shoes of a small business owner who's trying to make heads and tails over what the best funding source is, aside from PPP, if they're already in business, and the SBA. Where else should people be thinking about going? 
Well, I was a small business owner for well over a decade, and I dealt with cash flow problems just like any other small business. I would do a job for a big client, especially the larger financial institutions that I worked with, and they would pay very slowly. So sometimes it could be 30, 60, even 90 days before I would get paid for the work that I had done. So I've experienced this firsthand. And in writing my book, Finance Your Own Business, that's when I came across NAV, where I now work. We're not a lender, we're a marketplace. We're not like credit karma for your small business. And we match borrowers to financing. And I got excited because it was the first place where you could see your business credit, find different options without having to wade through everything yourself. And I've been there almost six years. We've made progress in our matching capability. So I hope they would check out NAV um, and see what we have to offer. And uh, the other thing I would also recommend is that if you're not quite lender ready, then your small business development center or score can be helpful. One of the things that they do is they often work with local community development financial institutions, CDFIs. These are nonprofits and often they have programs for small business owners that will help them with smaller amounts of funding to get started or maybe to get out of a a situation where they have some predatory lending involved. So that's another resource that um, can be helpful, especially with connecting in your local community. So again, I'll go back to those, you know, SBA resources, SBDCs and SCORE. I love it. You know, it's obviously it's something that's that's so overlooked and there are so many different resources that are available for people at the community level they just need to tap into it and take advantage of it so i think that that's great advice well jerry the people are ready for your difference making tip what do you have for them find a way to make peace with dealing with the money in your business or personally um i didn't get into this field because i i'm not an accountant i don't love dealing with numbers i hated doing bookkeeping in my own business i just dreaded it but i had to make peace with it and it's just a fundamental it's a fundamental step whether it's managing your business or your personal finances find a way to keep on top and track of your finances so they're organized so when something like this happens a crisis or an opportunity you may have an opportunity to buy another business or acquire equipment at a fire sale price you're ready to do that and you're going to feel a lot you're going to sleep a lot better at night knowing that that task is taken care of well i think that that is great stuff that definitely gets come on come on jerry thank you so much for coming back on where can people learn more about you and nav NAV, N-A-V as in Victor, NAV.com. And if you put a slash podcast after that, um, you can go to that page. You can download our free Build Business Credit Checklist. You don't have to even give us an email address. And that will help you understand this um, concept that I've talked about about business credit and get you started. Love it. Well, if you enjoyed this as much as I did, show Jerry your appreciation and share today's show with a friend who also appreciates good ideas, go to nav.com, that's nav.com slash podcast and download that checklist for helping get started building your business credit. Thanks again, Jerry. Thank you. And until next time, keep fighting the good fight because we are all in this together.